0: guys today i am talking about san francisco's mayoral election and the fact that we have a new country and western star Okay, San Francisco, damn, I thank you for tuning in. Didi Dee, Dee Lafrak, keep it real, won't you tell it like it is. Bohemian woman up in San Francisco, talking life plenty convo. Super honest, you already know, the dopest, coolest podcast, yo. Yeah, sharing her life, her stories, I hope you ready, sit back, relax. Hi guys, Didi Dee, Dee Dam here. For San Francisco damn! this is your show for Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. How are you doing, everybody? Especially my day ones. Thank you. New listeners, thank you for coming by. I hope you find my show interesting. Of course, happy birthday to all of my birthday turans. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you're having a happy birthday, happy birthday, sweetheart. Let's get right down to it about San Fran Fentanyl and Kami Fornaya, two well-deserved nicknames. Well, it is an election year. Now, I really want to let you know I'm not here to try to bring anybody down, nor am I trying to specifically lift anybody up. I'm giving you my POV, my point of view as a longtime San Francisco citizen. I'm here since the 80s. My day ones know this already, but there are new people listening all the time. So I'm here since the 80s as a sexist, womanist, bohemian, interracial widow, artiste lady. We have a mayor. Her name is London Breed. I will speak carefully. As a womanist, I don't really like to allow people to slander and diss black women, sometimes even when it's righteous. I let people know at my social media spaces, don't come here dragging a black woman. Ball up and go directly and drag them to their face. I like to put that out there. Unlike the feminist who pretend that they are for all women overall, and they're really not. I don't define myself as a feminist. I think feminist, modern feminism, is just marketing and branding. Phony women lying that they are down for the sisterhood, when they are basically down for one woman herself, putting herself on a pedestal as a savior for other women. So I don't buy into, I'm a feminist, nah. I am a womanist. A womanist is black women and kids first. See, I keep it real. That term was coined by the Pulitzer Prize winning author of the color purple book, Alice Walker. I digress, darlings. So I don't let people drag London breed, but I do let people know that some of her policies I am not happy with. She has been mayor for the past five years, I think it is. And she wants four more years to do her thing in San Fran Well, people write and share what they know. Now, a lot of these people, uh, so-called saviors, et cetera, they ain't saving nobody. Nobody's really saving San Francisco, which is the point. Of Did you know there are 39 people running for mayor of San Fran Fentanyl? 39, guys, 39 people running for mayor. London Breed is what some people call the lame duck, the first black woman mayor. Actually, she's biracial. She had her DNA done. She's half Jewish. You know, black uh woman born of a single mother, doesn't know who her father is. Sometimes my community is a hot mess, but to the topic. So she's a lame duck. One in re-election, there is a billionaire, Daniel Laurie. He is uh heir to the Levi Strauss fortune. So he's a billionaire. He walks around in white shirts with his sleeves rolled up. He's like, meh, you know. uh, uh." And then there's another guy. His name is Mark Farrell. And he was mayor for about six months back in the day. It was like some stuff going on before London Breed was voted in and he is running for mayor. So it's two white guys and the black woman and the other 36 people, you know, just like regular citizens. And it's the American way you should be able to, you should be able to go file and run for mayor of the city you live in. And I think that a lot of people should be doing that and more power to them. So we've got three contenders. London Breed, Daniel Laurie, and Mark Farrell. Now, if I was throwing my hat in the ring, I would go for Mark Farrell. There, I said it. And that's all I'm going to say about that right now, guys. So, I spoke about this before. I'm a culturally competent woman, internationally traveled, interracial. I'm an interracial widow, so I know a lot about racial dynamics. I find it quite interesting and hypocritical. What is happening with Beyonce and country music? This is really showing America's racism. Yeah, I'm going to say racism. I look at all these different platforms and the main people that are upset with Beyonce singing country and Western are white people. And by the way, the woman who inspired her, Tina Turner, I watched some Tina Turner videos recently. Tina Turner said she left America basically because of musical gatekeeping. Which is what they're trying to do with Beyonce, but that's pretty futile. Beyonce currently has the number one country song in America. So the Queen of Rock and Roll, okay, the Queen of Rock and Roll, Tina Turner left America. You got did you guys know that she gave up her American citizenship and she was living in I think it was Austria because she said American this jockeys in American music business, they just wanted to call her R&B when she was standing toe-to-toe with the rock and roll dudes. She is the one who taught Mick Jagger how to dance in the first place. So Tina Turner spoke of cultural gatekeeping, musical gatekeeping. She's like, in Europe, I'm the rock chick. I'm as famous as Beyonce in America. They just say, I'm R&B. That's That was racism. That's racism now with Beyonce. They're heckling her about her hair, saying she wants to be white. Beyoncé doesn't want to be white. Wearing blonde hair doesn't make you want to be white. I feel like shouting that one because to me that's the way a lot of racists sort of want to make their point because they're feeling insecure. I get it. They feel just as insecure as some black people do when we see white people with cornrows, those braids close to the scalp. Some black people get really insecure and they want to gatekeep The hairstyle, which is pretty impossible, it's a similar thing. The gatekeeping, the cultural gatekeeping. Beyonce doesn't want to be white wearing blonde hair. Do Asian women want to be white when they get their eyes cut round? Do white women want to be black when they get these intense tans? Do the Kardashians want to be black women when they get inflated lips and big butts and basically look like white fishing, black fishing white women? No, they don't want to be black Beyoncé doesn't want to be white. What it is is appreciation. But that only goes one way regarding the gatekeepers. The gatekeepers are like, aha. And I've been wasting time talking with some of these people online. And they all said the same thing. She's wearing blonde hair. She wants to be white. Now, why do they say she wants to be white because her hair is blonde? I'll repeat. Do Asian women want to be white when they get their eyes cut round? I don't believe so. Do the Kardashians want to be black women when they get black women-sized booties and lips? I don't think so. They do it because they can, because they can, and because they appreciate it. Now, America is going through some interesting things right now. And the gatekeeping of country music and that gate being trampled over is very hurtful to a lot of white people. that They considered it their music. I get it. Some of us felt the same way about rap. It was our music. And then the white folks came in. But me, when I first saw Vanilla Ice, I it didn't bother me. But, ooh, a lot of black people got upset. Vanilla Ice, 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 Baby. And then Debbie Harry. This is going far back. Some of you weren't even born. Debbie Harry did a rap song with Fab Five Freddy called Rapture. I, I appreciated it. Oh, black people got upset. They were trying to gatekeep rap, and they failed to gatekeep rap because music has no race. As these white people are failing to gatekeep country because music has no race. How America failed to gatekeep Tina Turner, and she went to Europe and became the queen of rock and roll. Music has no race. This is a hill that I will just stand on with a pink hat and pink pants and pink shoes and pink everything and scream and holler. Music has no race. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. And again, happy birthday, February 21st, 2024 to all of my birthday curans wherever you are in the world. Thanks for listening subscribing and recommending guys i love you i am dd Dam. i trust my vibe san francisco Dam. thank you for listening to san francisco Dam with dd lafrak remember to subscribe on apple podcast anchor app spotify and wherever podcasts are found